You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA wants the silly Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, it's going to be a good day. Sean Morash, a.k.a. Mraz, here with Bogey. The Bogeyman is the DA show here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up your way in 20 minutes, we look back on the moment Joey Chestnut defiled this show and we should never root for him again in a 4th of July eating contest. And in hour number four, Badlands debut in Wienership 2 of 2014. Some fun hot dog moments in DA show history today. I know the Joey story well. I have no idea about Badlands' first appearance. I will set it up in the fourth hour of the I show. I can't and we'll wait. tee it up. And that's how Badlands now has gotten to the point where he just comes to my parents' house and hangs out. So there we go. Uh, all right. Before we get to more <laughs> NBA, we have calls. Eight seven. Uh, oh. Interesting. Eight five five. That hurts a little bit. Two one two four two two seven. That number again is eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight seven seven is BetQL or local New York. I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. Uh, it's the Dave. Tear slowly rolls down Peach cheek. It's a t- oh, Dave in San Francisco. Dave, you're on the fan. What's got you're. On- <laughs> You're on yeah. CBS Sports oh Radio. God. What's up, Dave? Yeah. What's yeah, up? I just wanted to give a shout out, you know, to uh, Deshaun Jackson. You know, he played here locally. You know, at, uh, for the Cal Bears. You know, he was a dynamic uh, punt returner, uh, kickoff. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, wide receiver. Yeah. And you know, he, you know, you know uh, he also, you know, he he played well for the Eagles. And you know, Chip Kelly not only destroyed the Eagles, you know, he also you know, uh, you know flamed out with the Forty Niners. I think yeah. you know, he was an overrated coach. You know, he was you know he was uh, you know maybe a good college coach, but you know he was uh, out. You know he was uh, you know you know under. You know, All right, I'm sorry. The call stinks. I have no patience for that. I'm screwing up left and right. I, we need to get this show on track. I like a good call. I call Stunk. He ruined the 49ers. That was the, the punchline. He mm. also ruined the 49ers. Yes, we understand. Then they got Jim Tomsula in there who once farted on stage. So, <laughs> I think the 49ers are fine now. <laughs> They've recovered. Uh, he still hasn't done... He doesn't done... And Do I need my mom telling the Twitch audience they can listen to me at 2 o'clock today locally? I just turn over... 
I got Twitch up, and there's my mom <laughs> popping in to let everybody know where they could find me later at 2 o'clock. She's today. your hype man now? <laughs> All right. I mean, if you're giving out the fan phone number and mentioning it, you might as well just say we're going to be on there. Oh, thanks, Mom. Don't forget to wash the kids' bathing suits. We'll see you later. All right. Anyway, a couple of tweets. <laughs> Is it 2 to 6 if we're scoring? Uh, yeah, those 2 to 6.5. Right. Uh, just a couple quick notes. There's a new Twitter account called DA Show Maps, apparently. Yes. I love you guys uh, so much. Who will connect, I am assuming, where we say we're connecting from every morning. So DA Show Maps would like to, to let us know. From Frederick Key's old house to the Boston Harbor, from Tucson to Arizona, to Toronto, Canada. From Kalamazoo to Waterloo, we are on the air. That's what I opened with. He said, note, I think that Atchel Morris may have combined the baseball team and Francis Scott Key into one thing. <laughs> so Francis Scott Key wrote the Declaration of Independence and, oh, wait, not. the On the fan. What's the song? The Star-Spangled Banner. The Star-Spangled Banner. There you go. He wrote the Star-Spangled Banner, not Frederick Key. Francis Scotkey. But Francis and Frederick, are they the same? Like, is that a nickname? No, those are different names. Okay. Like, Fred and Frederick are the same okay. names. Or, and, you know, Frankie and Francis. Yeah. Yes. To be fair, why did it take a MAPS account correcting me? None of you guys picked up on that. I screwed that up. Because did you hear how bad you screwed the whole thing? It was yeah. hard to focus on one particular screw-up. Because I thought you said Frederick Keys as if they were a place in Florida. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think that the Frederick Keys. Like, next to Key West is the I Frederick Keys. I did not Keys. think that, that, that uh, Dick Vermeil hung out in the Frederick Keys. I didn't think that that was a case. You want me to to guess at what you know? No. But it is odd that we're saying Frederick Keys because I didn't know they existed as a team until yesterday. It's really odd that this is coming up again this morning. Yeah, I can assure you I had no idea they were a baseball team. I was not confusing baseball team. There was a great little Jeremy Schapp piece on ESPN yesterday about this teenage catcher from Uganda. There's never been a professional player from that African country wow. ever. And this guy in Uganda um, has no money for equipment, training, was trained. He would like tie tires to his back, fill water jugs, tape them to, to his legs out? to work out. And he was posting these videos to social media of his ridiculous catcher workouts and playing decent catcher and some dude saw it and funded him and then an MLB this sounds like the plot to hustle no it sounds like actually it's like a weird version it's like the baseball version of like the blind side almost okay and then there's some MLB draft league where you can go and play as you're prepping to be drafted by major league baseball and this young guy was just brought over but now he's got to go back to Uganda because his visa is expiring so now he's got to shift his focus to finding like a junior college to play for. Wow. But I had no idea that the Frederick Keys or this league existed. And now here we are this morning. And I'm making a Frederick 24 Keys. hours later, and we're back on Frederick Keys as a baseball team. That's a little, that's a little story there. Yeah. That's interesting. So I met Francis Scott Keys' house. Yes. Which is, he wrote the Star Spangled Band. Not the Declaration of Independence. Not no. Which is not a song. No. Famously. <laughs> This is going to be an interesting case ahead of the 4th of July. I obviously understand that John Hancock, the Hancock Tower in Boston, was the first to sign the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Pete okay? looks confused. And we have the Founding Fathers. They all got in. Everybody signed off. It's like kind of like if you're signing your closing when you buy a house. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? I got to go home. Do you know? Does uh, anybody know? Has anybody cared to ask all these years later? 
No, no people, people know. I'm trying to now think of the Hamilton song because that's where my most recent history lesson has come from. James Madison was definitely involved in this. I feel like Franklin was also. Did they all ben sit Franklin, down that's and kind of like I, I write like, it together? Well, there was a com- there was like a committee meeting. Yeah, I feel like you know there was a writer. The Continental Congress. I don't know why. I don't know why I feel room. like maybe they Ben Franklin was the showrunner, and you know. All right, Brooke, can you find out who wrote the Declaration of Independence, please? Thank you. I I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, it's funny. You should have been fascinated in like third grade. I was like, this feels like an Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. Yeah. Twitch is saying Thomas Jefferson wrote it. I don't think that's true. The Continental Congress, I got that right. I think he might have been part of it. I don't think he was the sole writer. You know, it wasn't like R.L. Stein with goosebumps. Thomas Jefferson wrote the original draft, and then it was workshop from there. Okay, but he, not the final thing. He kind of handed one over and said, what do you guys think? And then they kind of pieced through. They got their red ink out and a quill yeah. and they marked so it Thomas up. Thomas Jefferson didn't actually write the Declaration of Independence. This is like a Drake song, basically. Yeah. You know, Drake kind of wrote it and then OVO sweatshop gets it, gets together yeah. and puts it puts it all in one, okay. one thing. So just know, if you think Thomas Jefferson wrote that, you're technically wrong. He wrote the draft and then the actual no, I mean, you're close out. enough. Yeah. And I again, I would say that you're not the person to declare who's right or wrong in this conversation. Isn't she lovely? Yay, yay, yay. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Speaking of people who don't know anything, Kyrie Irving staying put in Dallas. He probably thinks an alien but, wrote um, the Declaration sh- of Independence. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Kyrie Irving. I don't even know what you said. I'm not listening anymore. I'm not fact-checking anything. No, no, no. Look, free agency starts. And uh, show of hands, if you thought Kyrie Irving was going back to Dallas, raise your hand. That would be me. I think everybody did, right? DJ. Uh, Ryan's raising his hand. He has no idea what's going on. Pete's raising his hand. Bogus, you raising your hand. So well, none of us are surprised that Kyrie Irving ended up in Dallas. What I am surprised about is either fact or fiction, the spin that happened in the immediacy of Kyrie Irving signing back with Dallas. Uh, I actually don't have these terms up right here real quick, but Kyrie Irving ends up going back on what? Three, three years, year 126. All right, three years, 126, which is unbelievable to think of Kyrie Irving still making $126 million on a deal after basically burning the last two bridges he was in. But he signs back with Dallas almost as free agency starts, and the report was, hey, Kyrie Irving was flying to meet with other teams. Remember, he was supposed to meet with the Suns, yeah. and Dallas <laughs> swooped in fast to make sure he didn't dare meet with anybody else. <sighs> there was also the Ramona, the Ramona Shelburne little nugget, I guess it was Thursday night, Friday, where he wanted to pick a team where he'd finish his career as if we could trust Kyrie to be happy for more than three months in any singular place in the NBA. Yeah. The whole thing was comical. He also talked about that when he signed the Nets that he wanted to finish his career. Just leave me alone. So, now, let's ask a couple questions. Do we think he that the Mavs were actually worried he was going to meet with other teams? I think the Mavs got hoodwinked here, yes. Wow. I think the Mavs were always negotiating against themselves but didn't realize it. Okay. All right. So then maybe that's why they acted fast. And I just think that Kyrie signing for three for 127 that quickly with the Mavs also tells me on the reverse that Kyrie was like, yes, we got him, and I can't go meet with anybody else because I might only get like a one-year deal with somebody. Where was he going to go? You got to remember, guys, the Dallas Mavericks once got, in their eyes, screwed when DeAndre Jordan – was supposed to go there. Remember, the L.A. Clippers, like, locked them in his oh, house. Oh, that's yeah, right. Like Blake Griffin right. and guys, yeah, right? Yeah, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, like, and right. then, then found a way out, to, yeah. to get him to renege on his deal from to Dallas to go back to the Clippers. So you have that 
scarring. You also have the Jalen Brunson scarring from last year. That's so true too. They 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 they're a scorn lover to say to say to say. Boy, the imagine least. being so scorned, you got to panic pay Kyrie one hundred twenty seven million dollars. I mean, isn't that the story of most? You yeah. know, heart heartbroken men. You know, you go, you you, you get you're heartbroken <laughs> by the one, the one you thought was the one, and then you go with the, you know, toxic. Boy, the, hope EJ's girlfriend's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Boy, oh boy! Now we know why he walks the dog wearing socks and slides. He's just got to get out of that house anytime. But even more, what was that? I don't know. Well, play we, that again. What was that? Different it's a re- it's a remix. It's a remix. Who wrote that? Francis Scott Key. Frederick Keys. Jimmy Key wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Key. Uh, so He's like 40 or something. Back on Kyrie for one minute again. I had this debate with my friends, and I, I, I can't believe that they were arguing this against me, so maybe I'm crazy. I think we all agree the Mavs go to Luka and say, you, you know, this is how we have to make it work. Kyrie's the star we can get, right? Like, they get Luka to sign off because of the stars. But this idea that in a year or even two years with another year left, that Luka, we don't think Luka would ask. Like, I think Luka very easily in a year could be like, I've had it. I'm out of here. Please request a trade. I, I had a lot of friends disagree with this. They were like, no, he signed off on the season. I'm like, nah, you could easily change your mind in a year. Oh, yeah. I, I think both things are true. You could absolutely have think gone, yeah, okay, fine. Kyrie for now. And then yeah. six months of Kyrie being Kyrie. And then you're like, like hey, never yeah. mind. I'm good. On what this. did I do here? Exactly. Let's get rid of it. So, like, I think that's the danger. And it's why, I, I you know, Mark Cuban I, is a good businessman in other areas. But he was spooked by by Kyrie taking the vet's minimum to play for the Suns. Like, yeah. he'd go take $4 million, whatever it is. Like, come on now. So they they re-up with him. Luke is happy for now. And I guess Luke has been in with whomever. He's in ridiculous shape. No more pudgy, loose Luca. Yeah. So he's committed to doing whatever. But I just, I I know we're all outsiders here. And we've never been in any of these locker rooms. But it just doesn't seem like Kyrie's fun to be around for a long time. No. And Seems like NBA players like him until they play right. with him. And and Luca's not like a lot of young NBA players listen to Kyrie. Sure, and Luca's not. I thought wasn't in the circle to begin with. Like it's one yeah. thing when Harden or KD like or or a CP3 is like, yeah, bring bring me Kyrie. Like Luca seemed to be an outsider. Like he doesn't know he's getting him getting himself into now, and he's going to get burned by this. I mean, Dallas just to be really careful because Luca could be Dunchic real quick. Yeah. And Cuban is that from Mallorca? What? That's like a Spanish <laughs> tuba. What's going on now? Pete's having too much fun with this. And you think about the free agency, Cuban could have been rolled here. All right, I'm out. Just. <laughs> I mean, you're already giving out the number of the fan. Do you think fan. Cuban was pressed into making this signing? So that. There it is. That's the joke I would have preferred, not yeah. the Cuban cigar. I would have went Cuban sandwich first. Okay. But fine. I mean. To each his own. Either one should be left alone, though. Can we just... Next year, we'll figure out whether the Mavs or the Mavs not. 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. All right, we come back. Decade of DA takes us back to 2016. And I will give a little anecdote, a little backstory when it was over about what I deemed to be the most uncomfortable, awkward moment as the DA show producer in my 10 years on the producing part of this job.
Okay? Is that a good tease enough? It is. Uh, it is. All right. The DA Sean, CBS Sports. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Radio. January 2nd, 2013, a new sports radio network launched. CBS Sports Radio. In the 10 years since, we've undermined the sterling reputation of CBS Sports on a daily basis. Here's another moment from the decade of DA. We oftentimes on the DA show like setting this barometer, whether it's for a 12 DA of Christmas or a moment we always be remembered for. DA and I have always said, can you tell the story of the DA show without insert here? And that's usually a good barometer to talk about whether a clip is truly memorable or just memorable in the moment. And I believe this next clip you're going to hear is one of those moments that you cannot tell the story of the DA show of the last 10 years without. I take you back to the summer of 2016. We were in the evening slot then on the East Coast, 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And we had carved out a niche as being the food show. Shocker, look at me. We had done hot dog eating contests for three straight years in the years of 2013, 14, and 15 called the Wienership. Wienership 1, 2, and 3. Two, you will hear a little bit later on. In year four, DA came up with an idea. I think we need to do a little something different. Maybe the Wienerships have gone stale. And we had established a relationship with Major League Eating at the time, and they had offered one of an American icon at the time, a guy who I was beginning to idolize, Joey Chestnut, to us to come in studio, along with Megatoad, Matt Stoney, who had become a big competitor of his at the time. So, of course, we said, we asked if we could do a hot dog eating contest. He would not be into it. I said, well, can we at least get him to eat some kind of hot? We'll do something different. And... Major League Eating and their partners at the PR firm confirmed we are going to bring all the hot dogs from Nathan's. You guys come up with some stuff and we'll have Joey and Matt eat some hot dogs with you. And I went back to the emails to establish this. Eat some hot dogs. DA decided we were going to do everybody invent a crazy hot dog. There was going to be a s'mores hot dog with graham cracker, marshmallow, chocolate chips. There was a pizza hot dog with sauce and pepperoni and cheese. Mm. And maybe like a peanut butter hot dog. There was like other stuff. So me, Joe D'Aloisio, who was in Peach Chair back then, DA, we all came up with these hot dogs. And we would have Chestnut and Stoney each try them and grade them. We were all excited. We pumped up the event. They were going to be on at 8 p.m. Eastern time, two, two hours in. 
So they came in. DA set up the bid. And Joey Chestnut rebuffed. It is your what decade sound- of DA from June 30th, 2016. What sounds delicious, a pizza hot dog. And that is marinara sauce, some Parmesan cheese, and some pepperoni. Now, I'm, I see the looks in your face, and you guys... <laughs> Are acting like that's disgusting. You know you eat 70 hot dogs in a sitting, so I don't want to hear that this is disgusting. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying, like, I wish I could eat them all, but I can't really eat tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but, you've, uh, eat, you've eaten some hot dogs tonight. I've eaten a couple, and I'm on a pretty strict uh, routine right now. But okay. uh, but he can make it, and uh, I'll, I'll agree to eat it some other day. <laughs> I don't know if I'll that ma- counts. I am not eating tonight. <laughs> so no hot dogs at all, Joey? I could look at it and, and critique it, but uh, I hate to be a Debbie Downer. Stony? Uh, well, you guys you can, can eat it I, I if you to, want. You guys can turn around and go home then. I mean, we can make the other people eat it in, in the studio. So neither, <laughs> so you wouldn't even eat a plain hot dog right now? Um, It's hard, you know, we're on a strict diet. and uh, Weren't you eating hot dogs all day, though? These no, guys were we, saying you were eating hot dogs all day. Where do you see us eat hot dogs? Well, that, it, one of these guys you hear, said, "Read everything you hear or believe it." <laughs> this is your guys here. This is your team of neighbors people saying you ate he twenty not, hot dogs uh, today. Oh no, that was supposed to happen. Oh, we, oh yeah, we, we didn't eat anything. We had to do ESPN. Oh, we, 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 had, we had we had to eat two hot dogs for ESPN in the morning. Okay. Other than that, we, we were we're pretty empty. So a total of two hot dogs yeah, all day. Yeah. Today, I'm, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a it's pretty much a cleanse day because I'm getting ready. So no hot dogs tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have to eat one for media. Yeah, it's the Don't end worry. of the night, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not putting anything in me unless you're paying me big. <laughs> and you're not that cute. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Joe. Back at you, my man. So, uh, what can we talk about then? I mean, <laughs> I mean we can make them. We got a couple yeah, people in here to eat them. Uh, so you, we, we you can judge your, them. You want I'll, your, I, your team to make them, or you want to make them for your team? Yeah, I'll make it. I'll, you know, I'll make a real nasty one for since he was he was okay, Mariz, me to eat. Why, why don't you why don't you come on in here, Mraz? Since Mraz is our thictator, and uh, and we can uh, go over some of the ideas here that uh, we had ourselves. Now, Mraz had an idea of like a peanut butter chocolate hot like a, dog, like and that was nutter, that was very exciting. Mraz, you can go over there, um, and we can uh, and we can try to figure this thing out. So we were going to make creative hot dogs, and we were going to have you guys at least try them. But you won't even take a bite of them. I'll take a bite of it. Yeah, a bite? Hey, you know, I'll take a bite. Take a bite. Bite's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is you now. Know, this is compromise. Now we're working you're, you're, towards something. Now well, we got something. The art of the I deal think, here. I've huh? heard I. Okay. Uh, James, why don't we turn Mraz's microphone on over there and uh, see if we can get him going. So, okay. A, a bite here or there. That's good. Yeah, that we can make you get it. Okay. We can I mean, you guys are, you, will, you will eat 70 hot dogs we're coming up here 70, in a couple and, days. And we're so one bite won't kill you. That's like telling that I'm not going to say Go that ahead. What, what, what That's like, like saying, oh, he, you know, you're Jenna Jameson's. You can do all this. Why don't you just do this one for free? <laughs> no, do this one. You know, we, we're, we're going to do it. We, we're committed to a contest or competition. Doesn't mean we're, we got to do it every every second. No, that's true. But you did eat two hot dogs earlier today. And it was it, it, it was in my schedule. Did, did I, I, I? This was not. It, I was. It was just a little bit of a surprise. Okay. You, All you, right. You caught All us. Right. So, so Mariah, who did we speak to here in terms of organizing this whole thing? She's not here. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 Tess. We, we can blame Tess. Tess, okay. we will blame. I'm okay. throwing her under the bus. Right. She said the bus is rolling on her. Okay. And what, yes. And, and Tess, because we explained, and, that, and that's why she brought hot dogs. Yes. And that's. But, but you explained to Tess that we were going to do this kind of creative. Hot I have dog. an email chain. Okay. To back me up. All right. And she said that these guys would do that. And she said, uh, yeah, they'll try hot dogs. Okay. 
All right. So, so at least we can get a bite out of that. Yeah, we get a bite. Okay. So you, bite. you guys have to take it out with tests then. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> are you? Are you the type of guy? Like, I'm like a little bit creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that used the Jenna Jameson uh, metaphor before. So. Well, you were trying. To, you're just like, yeah. Let's, let's just see what you can do here. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what the heck? What? What? I, 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 I didn't mean to act I'm, like I'm not. I'm not a monkey dance. <laughs> I was getting I, a little bit irritated. Joey, I did not mean to suggest that you were going. a show, show pony or a monkey. I, we were just under the impression because of Tess. This is all huh? Tess's fault. Yeah, yeah. Tess right. had signed off. This was just a miscommunication. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, miscommunica- want, yeah, yeah, I don't I, want to get on your bad side I'm not, here. No, 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 okay. you know, I'm not going to turn green or nothing. You're I'm, an easy, you're no, an easygoing no. guy. You're an American icon. You're no, a hero. And I understand. And and if you and I fight, it's it's like mommy and daddy fighting in front of Mirage. No, no. Woo! 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 Okay. We could bring down the music, Ryan, now that everybody's heard that clip. So some of you probably heard that clip. It's a famous moment of the A show history. Maybe we have new listeners who've never heard that clip. That is Joey Cheston, who you will see competing tomorrow, and to give a little background. He gives off this vibe that he's like a true American hero. I eat a lot of hot dogs, and I was kind of expecting that. You know how they say, like, you don't want to meet all your heroes. You find out some guys can be jerks. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem saying this from a radio perspective. Perspective. Joey Chester is one of the few people I found to be a jerk in this spot. Um, strictly from, let me just give you a little aspect of my job as a producer. Forget the funny on-air stuff. You coordinate some guests. You figure out certain bits. You kind of are the liaison between what the host wants to do compared to what you're going to book. So, DA, again, we were skipping doing a hot dog eating contest to do something creative and have Joey Chestnut, who was like the guy, was like having Ken Griffey Jr. in talk baseball. You're having the <laughs> hot dog guy in. We were only going to have him in because, frankly, with all due respect, when you're a major league eater, you're not that interesting to sit down for 10 minutes if you're not eating something. You kind of are like a show pony dance. Like, that's just the bit. Joey Chestnut got caught lying this day. He got caught lying. He goes out of his way to say, where did you see us eat hot dogs? We are supposed to do that. In the midst of this interview, as DA's pointing out, they're on, there's clips of them both on the Today Show that day eating multiple hot dogs. <laughs> And on ESPN, they were up in Connecticut and driven down. That's why they're able to do us at night. They were eating hot dogs on set. He comes back to say, oh, uh, you know, we, we tried one for ESPN. It was media. We see them on TV in real time being played back, and they kind of get caught off air lying. Now, you don't get that part on the air, but they were caught lying. He also says, you're not getting me to eat that unless you pay us big. Well, if that doesn't tell you that Joey Chestnut is that the everyday American he is, newsflash, you're on a media tour. He also said this. He goes, I, you know, I guess I'd eat one for media. We are media. This is a tour set up by Nathan's and Major League Eating to promote you being on the contest. They are paying you to do this. But he wanted us to pay him out of pocket to eat a bit. Could you imagine? Could you imagine having that foresight? He then says, maybe you guys can make it. I could eat it some other day. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to happen. We're going to make it now. We'll call you on the 6th, Joe, after you vomit everything from the contest. Uh, we can make it and make other people in the studio eat it. Who? Me and Joe D'Aloisio? This whole thing, I'm sorry, was a disgrace. And Matt Stoney, grow his spine, bro. He just was following Joey Chestnut's lead. Though You heard him the whole interview. He had mm-hmm. no voice for himself. As a producer... Because I had the email chain to show that all of this was properly put in place, that it was agreed upon with Major League Eating, but in real time on the air, DA is obviously, you could hear him angry, tense, and they just don't let go of the whole thing. I felt such anxiety in my chest this night. 
What is DA going to be mad at me? I did my job. I court. This is all on him. Luckily, after DA saw everything, he was like, this is a disgrace on their part. Joey Chestnut was banned from the show that day. We had been offered him a couple years since. We have never said yes. Tomorrow, when you go and root for Joey Chestnut and go nuts, just know the man is an absolute disgrace, and he screwed us that night. He's the evil empire. It's not yeah. the Yankees, not Alabama football. He's he's the villain here. There's no yeah. reason to like him, to root for him. I've heard that clip now, I don't know, six or seven times, have had deeper conversations with you guys about it, and he could not come off any worse. Yeah. Stupid Jenna Jameson references. Right. That, you know, you got to pay me a lot, and I, you're not that cute. Like he Clearly just, thinks he's a big shot, too. Not funny. That gives off the vibe he gave, thought he was a big-time guy. And that's still early Chestnut. Imagine yeah. what he's like now. Yeah, and, like, man, when you say, like, oh, maybe we'd have to eat one for media, like, what do you think you're doing here? Like, we're CBS Sports Radio. What do you think you're doing? And the lying, I think, is what really set me and DA over the edge. We caught him lying. Right. He and lied. shame on Tess for maybe not telling them the also, full thing, but she agreed dude, to things that you were expecting. It wasn't like I plugged in the roller and power outage the uh, the computers. That would never Nathan's happen. Nathan's brought in the hot dogs for the bit. They came in with him. Mm-hmm. And not like... Here's two hot dogs. They'll try one. 50 hot which was great. Everybody in the studio got to eat that night. Yeah. We had left over. It was, the whole place smelled like hot dogs. It was delicious. They brought in the hot dogs for because the bit was, we'll bring in the hot dogs to do that. Hey, Joey, why do you think the hot dogs are following you in, bud? Now, EJ, you look like you're ready to chomp at the bit here. I mean, I, f- I feel like I, it's like you said, meeting your, your heroes. Like Joey Chestnut is a bum. He's a bum. That's all. I, I mean, that's the only way I can describe this. I mean, I'm listening to that clip. This is the first time I've ever listened to that clip. It felt like a curb your enthusiasm moment, but it's like the moment where Larry's right. You know, like yeah, there, yeah, are the, yeah. there are very few moments where like, oh, like Larry's making a great point, and this yeah. person really is like a jerk. And that's what I felt like I was watching. And I'm shout outs to Da for like not letting him off the hook. Yeah, like because a lot of hosts would have just kind of like. Bow down and say, okay, whatever. But like he he made he made Jerry Joey Chestnut like show himself. And I think that that was great on his part. And if I'm gonna find any angle at all, and I would never do this because he's still banned to like give Chestnut any kind of break. Like I'm trying to put myself in the mindset as like a guy now who gets very tired, dad, or whatever. Like it was eight o'clock at night. I'm sure he had a long day meeting. They had driven from New York City in the Today Show up to Bristol, Connecticut to do ESPN, then back down to New York City to do us. It's a long day of driving. I'm sure he yeah. was tired. But also and this is where the ego comes in comes into play. Bro, you're Joey Chestnut. Like, it's a couple days for the Fortune. This is your week. You know what I mean? Like, this is your week. You're not... Now, nah, I'm sure he does, you know, the oyster-eating event and this, that, and the other yeah. thing. But, like, you're not playing a baseball 162-game season here. You're not football... This is your week to do these tours. Suck it up. And spare me the, this is a cleanse day. Like, and, I'm prepping that, for... Come on. And that is why I wanted to play this clip first before playing Wienership 2 with Badlands in Hour 4. Everybody who came to Bob's bar or got to watch the show or listen to the show saw Badlands do what? Badlands didn't know that he was catching donuts from Bradley <laughs> Schwartz snapping it when he showed up. But guess what? We now have a relationship with Badlands. We just know he's down for whatever. Mm-hmm. Did Badlands complain that we asked him to eat 25 mini donuts snapped by Schwartz's son? No. Did Badlands? Did We didn't tell Badlands to chug an entire box of Joe at last year's Bob's bar show. He just did it. Because he gets the bit. He's a competitive eater. He's we're not competitive. He's a bit of a circus act. Mm-hmm. And Joey Chestnut's a bit of a circus act. Like, that's your skill, but it's it's circusy. It's why we watch. We don't watch the competitive eating stuff because 
we're like really interested in stats. We watch it because it's it's a freak show. I mean, it reminds me in people analysis. It's like wrestling. You yes. know, it's like oh, you're always working the gimmick. So like Badlands yes. is someone who's always working the gimmick because that is who he is. He is that character. Like here, Joey Chestnut doesn't understand who his character is at that point. And it's crazy because yeah. he's supposed to be Captain America. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Which is wild. Bad, I mean, uh, Joey Chestnut misses the bit on understanding you're a hero because you're a character. You're not a hero because you're like a real athlete that needs to figure this out. Exactly. And I certainly wouldn't want to derail him for setting records and all that stuff by eating. But we also weren't asking him to do it a hot, a hot dog eating contest. Right. We were asking him to try three bites. Right. Exactly. He could have gotten away with eating less than one full we, hot dog and played we the be, game well. Right. We thought we were being respectful by saying we want we don't want you to come in here and do a cut. We understand. Yeah. That it's July for you have three days to go. It, it's beyond idiotic. I will never root for him again. And that clip still just is whatever. I mean, it's just like the biggest, like, ugh. And we're a forgiving bunch. Yeah. As evidenced by Bob's bar, but there's no forgiveness for this. Yeah, I have for this a question, guy. though. Like, is there what, is there anything he could do to say, hey, you know, that moment was well, bad? I yeah. understand. Like, if he and, came back and, like, in the studio, he's like, man, eight years ago, I do remember that moment. I was really tired out a long day. There was miscommunication between me and the PR staff. Uh, they didn't fully tip me off to everything I was doing. I could have handled myself. Of course, there's always room for apologies. But I don't think that would ever happen anyway. And it wasn't like the next day Joey Chestnut woke up and was like, damn, I was tireless. And I was probably because like he felt the awkwardness. It was like the next day we got a message or anything like I screwed that up. I can't speak for Sean or for DA in this because I was not part of the show when this happens. I only know how they feel about it since and still. To me, the only way DA could ever absolve and forgive and move on from this is if Joey Chestnut, on his own accord, happened to listen to this show and become a fan in the last couple of years and could sit down and throw out inside jokes, yeah, do a Canadian bacon reference, something like that, and acknowledge that he was a doof however many years ago. I think that's the... If he, was, if he somehow ends up today being a super fan of the show and can feed into... And his apology would have all of these references, inside jokes. Maybe that's the one path to him being forgiven. Possibly. But even think that, but that seems impossible. So why even think about it? I'm going to do a lot of reflecting over the next couple of weeks as my time to the uh, time on the DA show full time comes to an end. Okay, we already did the sobbing and the crying and all yeah, that. We're already on to. Um, Calling this the fan by accident. The week of the seventeenth, we're gonna have a lot of fun lookbacks. I think you know Pete's got some stuff up his sleeve. I can honestly tell you, in my ten years on the DA show, that that moment you just heard there was the most stressed out I have felt in real time working on the show, combined with the one time like my chest actually hurt and I was like, "Oh my god, this has gone like really awry." Because I had set the whole thing up; it was a big deal, it was heavily prom promoted for days, uh, and I personally, to answer EJ's question, will have a hard time ever truly forgiving Joey Cheston for putting me that moment and. I mean, we've dealt with Aaron Rodgers. We've joked around with the get away from you, buddy. How many countless athletes who have accomplished far greater heats, uh, feats and stuffing 73 hot dogs in their mouth in 10 minutes have been much more <laughs> down-to-earth people? And for this, I say tomorrow, noon, whenever the heck it's shown, if it's tape delay, ESPN Plus, whatever, I hope Joey Chestnut has to, you know, lose. I was going to say chokes, but I don't want him to get injured. But you know what I mean. I hope Joey Chestnut sucks tomorrow. How about that? It'd be nice the way things are going if he even had to compete. I mean, he's winning yeah. by landslides. And he's, and he's, he's ruined the hot dog eating contest. 
There's no there's no drama to it. And can I, can I keep it a buck? <laughs> this whole thing made me feel like, what is going on with this hot dog contest? <laughs> Oh, I'm going there. Yeah, and I'm not normally the conspiracy theory guy. Well, the floor but, is yours. What do you mean? Well, like that moment, like you talked about Stoney kind of yeah. just falling in line with Chestnut. Like, and you agree with that, right? You yes. Heard the, okay. I agree yeah, but with what's that. he going to do, though? But he's a competitor. Like this yeah. is this is like if— Turn heel. Go anti-Joey. Right, like, this Joey is like, won't do it. I'll do it. And then I'll beat him on, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is like, I mean, if Magic and Larry Bird were like at an event and like Larry Bird was being a little hostile, I feel like Magic would at least try to do something but, there. Like, it almost makes me wonder, like, are these guys like— Working but with last four. This wasn't magic not- bird. This is like Kareem and rookie magic. Does rookie magic right. step in and like steal the show from Kareem? And by the way, sneakily, Stony beat Chestnut around this time one year. Right. It's like the most forgettable contest of all time, but he beats him one year. But to that point, I agree with you, man. Like turn he like Stony could have Stony could have been a hero that night. Yeah, and it would have been it would have been great, and and shoot, it would have been probably a great story for the actual contest. Yeah, but and he missed it. That's where we were, man. So this week will always make me think of that. I will never forget that moment my whole career. Never, ever, ever, ever. I don't know if it's the same day, but I have a very lovely memory of the hot dog, the Nathan smell, the Nathan's oh. cooler full oh. of warm steamed dog still, oh. the buns. They've got their own branded condiments. Oh. Now, it's not the the number one thing you should eat at 6 in the morning, but it oh. was delicious. And it made us feel fancy. It made us feel real. It was early in the network. You know, are we, do we have any real footing here? Are we mainstream yeah. yet? Oh, and Nathan's delivered, literally. Oh, we stuck so many dogs in our mouths. Oh, those are good times. Manual, the update. Nathan's fries, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. all that crinkle. You mentioned Wimbledon last hour. Novak Djokovic, the two seed, two major titles already in 2023. Now record 23 for his career. He begins his first round in an hour against Pedro Chassin. Djokovic looking for his fifth consecutive title at Wimbledon. He hasn't lost a completed match there since 2016. Baseball, Braves six, Marlins three, eight in a row for Atlanta. They've just been a wrecking ball now. 56 and 27 on the season. And the record reflects in the All-Star rosters announced last night. Eight Braves going to Seattle. Spencer Strider got the win yesterday. He's got a front row seat to this incredible offense. They're all big games. So, um, you know, we're, we kind of show up every day and try to just kind of be as level-headed as we can. And, um, you know, we kind of think of the first half as practice for the second half in a way. So um, we like where we are. And um, we're doing a good job of, of treating each day as its own sort of task. Meantime, Reds ATL more like ATW, right? That was quick on the drop. Reds four, Padres three. Tyler Stevenson came off the bench. Go ahead, two run homer. Sixteen of twenty now for Cincinnati. Brewers turned aside the Pirates six three. Cardinals took two out of three from the Yankees. Five one win in the series finale. Jordan Montgomery six and two thirds. One unearned run against his former team. Montgomery outdueled Garrett Cole. I got outpitched. He was outstanding today. Um, moving the ball well and you know having him for a long time when he's on he's he's really tough Cole one of two Yankee all-stars but Aaron Judge of course won't play Orioles two in the bottom of the eighth beat the Twins 2-1 Nationals edge the Phillies 5-4 Stone Garrett a grand slam in the third inning off Ranger Suarez Astros top the Rangers 5-3 Rangers by the way six all-stars most in the AL Toronto 
Alex Verdugo, ninth inning solo homer of Jordan Romano. Red Sox swept the Blue Jays 5-4 the final. Angels 5, Diamondbacks 2, Shohei Otani. Well, he'll be an all-star. Here's the next pitch. Shohei hits one a mile deep out there into right field. Boy, that went right through the catwalk there that the fans enter and exit down the right side. They're running down there to try and retrieve that baseball. That's another big-time blast. And here on this Sunday, once again, it's showtime. 454 oh. feet for Otani. Mm. It's not really creative anymore, the showtime. It's not. That cool. deserves trumpets or trumpet. What are we playing, tubas? Uh, tubas. It's not funny. Is that wow. Foxy? That's not right. Foxy <laughs> looks so much better. He, loves, he and I are tied, too, so I should be nice to him. I know we got a break soon, but anytime a picture comes up from Bowser, why is Foxy in all of them? Anytime a listener posts them, it's him there again. Because he plays the room. It's unreal. He's all over the place. And he took more pictures than Deanna did that day. I love him. Number 31 for Otani. He's on pace for 58. That was Terry Smith from Angels Radio. Mike Trout hit his 18th homer in the win. He's headed to his 11th All-Star game for Anaheim. Another- can, I, can I read this from the Angels Twitter sure. account, by the way? Otani is the only player in MLB history to be selected to the All-Star game as both a position player and a pitcher and has done that for a third consecutive season. Right, because he needs to get the DH votes as well as the yes, pitching he, vote. he's in twice. He gets voted in by he's the fans players. and then he gets in as a pitcher from the co- from the from the league side. And then he gets paid as two players in the offseason. He will. Yeah. Easy 500 mil. And and one other baseball note here. How do we feel about each team having one all-star representative? Because um, the Tigers are sending like Michael Lorenzen, mm-hmm. who has a 4.3 ERA. <laughs> the Mets are sending Pete Alonso. I like it because baseball is so regionalized that, honestly, you're not going to miss some other random all-star not getting in. I, I think the kid in every market should feel like, that's my guy, he's there. I like that. So one of the guys that heard Josh Naylor go ahead two-run single the 10th yesterday for Cleveland, they beat the Cubs 8-6. So Naylor, Jose Ramirez and Emmanuel Classe are going for Cleveland. Naylor's hitting 360 RBIs mm. already, and, and he's out. Yeah, but honestly, but Lorenzen's in. enough people get hurt in replacements anyway. Like the, It's really rare to miss out because of somebody. You know, I'm just, I'm sorry. And if that meant, like, pull Classe out and put Naylor in and put a different reliever, I don't know. One NBA note, Eric Gordon, two-year deal with the Suns, 11 points a game last year with the Clippers after getting traded from the Rockets. So Gordon now with the Suns team that has Booker, Durant, Beal, and Aiden. DeAndre, not Aiden the intern. Okay, right. when we come back. It's not ba- funny. I actually like that one. Thank you. <clears throat> that was very inside EDA. All right, we <laughs> Thanks, Emmanuel. We, Emmanuel will have a good stun next hour. We're counting on him for that. I can, uh, I can confirm that he does. Okay. When we come back, it's a green party still in Golden State. Will it work? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Grab a surge protector. You're about to be zapped. I have a big wiener in my hand. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. I do. It's Sean Morash here. Moraz with Bogus. What are you shaking your head at? Nothing. Just move on. Just move on. We'll just move on. Move on. We're just gonna move on. You know who's not moving on, Sean? The Dra- Golden on, State Warriors. Ah, 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 yes, go. You take it away. Because they've re-signed Draymond Green four years, $100 million. That's probably two more years that I would like to pay for him. It's a lot of money. But they what are they going to do? They got Steph. They got Clay. They got Steve Kerr. Now they got CP3. They got to just keep running it back. So here's Draymond Getting yeah. paid in Golden State. So we've now officially ended the old Bob Myers was retiring because he didn't want to dismantle the team. Right. There's been thought. no dismantling. There's been no dismantling. In fact, it's been adding on with Chris Paul. Yeah. Jordan Poole does get shipped out, so Draymond essentially wins that battle. So when Draymond opted out, the question of, do the Warriors even want him back? No, they wanted him back. Mm-hmm. How does it work? I think Chris Paul is going to be basically a sixth man on this team. I think it's very clear when Draymond's there. He plays a lot of point forward anyway, and you have the two guards which I think will be good for Chris Paul's career, by the way. Uh, but I do wonder if Chris Paul and Draymond Green's heads collide at all in that locker room because Draymond, look, he's an acquired taste for some, and Chris Paul might be as well. But I'll, I'm interested in the Warriors this year, and I actually think the Chris Paul thing works here. I, I said this when Chris Paul got acquired, but now I really believe it because it shows me that Draymond signing there means the Warriors are all in on this. I think it's going to help limit the minutes of both Clay and Steph throughout. And then I think that some of these games they might have lost without Clay or without Steph when he was out, or, you know, even if Chris Paul gets banged up, I think some of these games they lost, you know, the team is just going to be deeper now, more equipped to handle it. And I think it will affect their seeding come the regular season. And I think the Warriors are actually setting themselves up for a more successful regular season in a deep West, which sets them up for a higher seed come playoff time. I mean, I, I, I want to agree. And I see the benefit of CP3 on the second unit or playing with Curry or playing instead of Curry because Steph is out. But Chris Paul's had a really tough time playing a full season and then a full postseason. So it might go well for stretches, but it's got to go well in April, May, and June. Whatever they need to do to figure out how to preserve Chris Paul. But less minutes all year might help that. Maybe. But, I mean, are his injuries from just being worn down? Is it bad luck where he's sticking his hand in somewhere and breaking a thumb or somebody falling into his leg? Like, he's had some bad luck, too. They need to get that off the table because they just need him to be out there. This is obviously going to work. Very, to max capacity. The band essentially back together plus CP3 in Golden State. All right, when we come back, do we like Houston's offseason approach? The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 